as a you know adult man, I feel like I have the most uh, right to talk about this. Absolutely. Well done. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's one of those where I, I I hear myself speaking and I'm like, you should stop. You should stop right now. <laughs> Do you want to do the uh, the Barbie Girl song? No, I sure I sure don't. Not even just like a line from it. I don't know it. Yeah, you do. I don't know it. Yeah, you do. Come on. I don't know it. Come on, you can do it. Listen, I'm not gonna do it. What? Just do it's it. It's gonna be heard by like six people, but it's gonna outlive <laughs> me. It's gonna outlive me. It's gonna go on a server somewhere. <laughs> Drew with a uh, hundred million dollar budget and an opening weekend of hundred and sixty three million. Worldwide growth so far of $795 million. We're talking Barbie tonight. Yeah, we are. Um, the, the one blockbuster you have seen thus far, which is still beyond me, and I can't get past that. Um, Greta Gerwig, are you familiar with Greta Gerwig and her, and her directorial work? Uh, she did Lady Bird, right? Mm-hmm. And other things that I'll find out about right now from Kyle. List them now, alphabetically. I won't, I won't do it alphabetically, uh, but the big one she's known for, Lady Bird and uh, Little Women, are the, the oh, two okay, that she's yeah. most known for. I didn't see Little Women. I heard good things, though. Um, this movie, Barbie, starring Margot Robbie, mm-hmm. who lately has been kind of like box office poison. Been weird like that. But I would also say not for anything that she has done. Correct. Right? Like, her in Babylon? You never saw Babylon, right? I didn't, but it, I I scrolled past it streaming now, and I... Is it really? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I want to give that one a second time through, now that I know what to expect, once Tobey Maguire gets on the screen. Um, she was awesome in Babylon. She killed that, that role. That movie just kind of wasn't great. Before Babylon... Um, Amsterdam. Amsterdam, which was pretty terrible... Uh, the Suicide Squad, which did well, I think, but whatever. Birds of Prey bombed real bad. Bombshell wasn't great. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood actually did a really great job. Uh, but I think Mary Queen of Scots, I'm pretty sure that one bombed too. Like, she's, it was weird because she's so pretty and she's such a good actress. But like all these movies she was making weren't getting their money back. I, like, I would like to focus on more the second thing than the first thing of like, I think she's a really good actress. Like I think she yeah. does her characters really well. I think it's a problem more of the the script she takes on than, than the way that she acts in them. Um, yeah. Because I, I think she's, everything I've ever seen her in, I've been like, that was well done. Then there's other times mm-hmm. where I'm like, that was a stupid shot. Like, I thought about that pretty much all the way through Amsterdam, where I was like, John David Washington and Christian Bale and Margot Robbie and Robert De Niro are all doing really well in this movie. Like, I I like when they're on screen, and I like what they're saying and how they're portraying their characters. And then it would go into, like, 30 seconds of just weird artistic shots that I was like, I didn't care for that. So it was, I'm happy for her that she got a big win at the box office. Ryan Gosling, always good to see him back on the big screen. I don't know if you've seen any of the interviews he did, uh, promotional work for this movie. Oh my goodness. He's, he so killed this role. 
He found a way to slip in Knuff. I am Knuff. I am Knuff. Uh, or this, <laughs> he found a way to to put that in, slip that into like every interview. I love him for that. And also, it was really important to me that he was actually singing. That that's actually his singing voice. Yeah. When he got his song there at the end, and also when he's playing the guitar, he was actually using the proper chords, like the proper, like he was actually playing the guitar. So was Simu Liu, I think, or however you say his name. I think they actually are like know what they were doing. I hate it in a movie when you see someone just like move their fingers like ridiculously up a guitar, and they're obviously like. They handed this to me like 10 minutes ago, the prop guy did, and they're like, yeah, just, you know, strum this guitar. That really takes me out of a movie. I really loved that Ryan Gosling and uh, Sihu, they took the effort to learn, or maybe they knew how to already, and uh, that really drew me in. I was like, oh, I'm totally in on this movie so I will, so (laughs) I will. Yeah, so great. So good. My favorite part was was the kin, and also going back to the last episode on now streaming the the ken that was ryan gosling's friend that played the drums right that was like always had ryan gosling's back was the bad guy in secret invasion and those are the two things i've seen him in and i was watching them simultaneously and i had literally (laughs) just watched the season finale for secret invasion like 45 minutes before i went to the theater and i was like what is how did you get here so quickly and your character's so different. It's so different. I love that in the, at least on IMDb, all of the Barbies are just named Barbie and all the Kins are just named Ken. There's there's no like the, like weird Barbie or like Mayor Barbie or whatever. They're yeah. all just Barbie. So it's super hard to figure out who I'm talking who I was like trying to praise the performance of because they're all just listed as Barbie. But the uh, Kate McKinnon Barbie, the weird Barbie... I thought she was so funny, and she made the movie for me when uh, when she showed up. She's always doing the splits and like yeah. her head like weirdly cocked to the side. I thought that she made the movie, and that Margot and uh, Ryan Gosling held it all together throughout the end. But uh, Kate McKinnon for me was like the funniest part. It was little things like that that made it relatable, even to I'm a grown man and I've never played with Barbies before. But I had action figures and I had toys and whatever growing up. And when they were like, that's what happens when you play with a with a Barbie too hard. You like, you know, you break it and whatever. It's like, oh, I remember playing with an action figure too hard and like melted yeah. it and, you know, destroyed it. Like an arm fell off or whatever. It yeah. basically looks like Sid's under bed from Toy Story. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, it's too much. And so, like, that was, it's little things like that that made it really relatable to any audience, even if you weren't just like, oh, I've loved Barbie my whole life. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And the girl who played Sasha, mm, Ariana Greenblatt, maybe? Um, it's just one of the few people on here who's not listed as either Ken or Barbie. So I'm, I, I'm pretty sure it's her. Uh, I thought she gave a really great performance in America Ferrera as well, too. But yeah. Uh, Ariana, I thought, was, like, really great. And she seemed super familiar. Like, I'd seen her in something. Oh, yep, that's right. She's young Gamora and the girl from 65, that Adam Driver movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's why she looked familiar. Uh, I thought that she did great, but the maybe the best performance of the movie for me was Michael Sarah yes. as Alan. Absolutely. He <laughs> was, so was so good. Yeah. I think him and Kate McKinnon's character bringing in like an insane amount of levity to something that should have been 
pretty light anyways was was really funny. Yeah, no. Uh, when he, at the end, was like, Hi, I'm Alan, Ken's friend. All of his clothes fit me. Uh, I just died <laughs> laughing because I was like, what a, what a weird throwaway line. And then they show in the credits, like, that's how they advertised Alan. Was like, all of <laughs> Ken's clothes fit him. I was like, that's yeah. hilarious. It was little things like that where you could tell the writer spent a lot of time researching the history of Barbie. And we're like, we're going to really tap yeah. into this. Because the whole premise is ridiculous and funny. So we're not even going to try. We're not even going to try to make yeah. this make sense. Which is honestly one of my favorite things about the movie. Is why I loved it. That like they weren't trying to force feed you a plot. That they were like, this is... It has to totally make sense. Because they're like, it's a dumb premise anyway. But you came to the theater. So we're going to ha- we're gonna make you have a good time. It reminds me a lot of like a Zoolander type movie where the plot of Zoolander is dumb and doesn't make a ton of sense. Sure. But there's just enough plot to keep you moving from scene to scene in, you know, some kind of coherent fashion. And then they're just like, now here's some of the funniest stuff you've ever seen. And now here's a little bit of plot. And now here's some of the funniest stuff you've ever seen. And that's how I felt about this one, where, like, they go sure. from running around an office building and they're, you know, basically choreographed running around an office. And then Will Ferrell's uh, rollerblading <laughs> down Venice Beach with, like, 30-minute suits. And then and then the Barbies have all been brainwashed. And you're like, what? What's yeah. happening? And then, and then the Kins go to battle and, like, have, like, a... A modern dance off about it, like it was so funny. The the Ryan Gosling getting to the real world and realizing that men run things, and him thinking that just horses, horses, being a man. Was, this dude, that was so funny. This does get me to one of my next questions, which uh, we could probably spend a little bit of time here. But like, what was your favorite line? And the reason I thought about it was. When he said, uh, I was really into the patriarchy until I found out, like, horses weren't really a part of it. And then I was kind of out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good line. Oh, man. I don't know. It's been... So, I saw Oppenheimer Thursday night at, like, midnight. Then I went and saw Barbie, oh, like, Friday night. Very different. So it's been a while since I've seen it. So, I, I, I don't... I won't remember all of the lines super well. But uh, when... When he's talking to the surgeon and he's trying to get her to let him do surgery, he's like, I'm a man. And she's like, I only doctor this, but I'm a man. I need a clicky thingy. Will you give me a... And I need a sharp thing and a clicky pen. <laughs> yeah. And then he just follows the patient down the yeah. hall. He's a doctor. Can I talk to a doctor? You are talking to a doctor. <laughs> that was pretty... And then I think that uh, <laughs> Will Ferrell has so many funny lines and that's the that may be the hardest i've laughed at a movie this year yeah was Barbie. when when all the kins were talking about how they were gonna beach off and they were gonna beach each other off and they were gonna beach <laughs> he you can't even beach yourself off so you gotta beach me off like i was dying laughing and understanding yeah. what they were saying i was still nervous about all the children <laughs> in the theater i was like sure do they know do they get it i hope they don't oh god <laughs> and i think that uh like I don't know if we've just, I don't know what's happened to us as a society, 
but I feel like we can't take satire anymore, you know? I feel like a movie can't, like, be heavily doused in satire and not offend people. Sure. This movie didn't offend me. I thought this movie yeah. was really funny. No, agreed. I thought it was a really well-written and well-thought-out, like, satirical piece on society. And whereas I think a lot of people are angry, they're like, they're, they're teaching women to overthrow the patriarchy. And so it's like, I think y'all missed the point I think, <laughs> of this I, movie. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I do it's love like, when they started talking and they were like, yeah, I mean, basically every woman in the real world is going to give me a big hug and thank you for because, you know, we fixed everything. And like yeah. when that was the beginning premise, I was like, I cannot wait for the rest <laughs> yeah. of this movie. <laughs> yeah. When, uh, when, when she asked, like, where are all the women CEOs? Where's yeah. the women president of Mattel? Yeah. And they all just kind of look at each other like, oh. And he was like, well, there's at least two. <laughs> he like named one and then he was like, and then I think, you know, this other one. So, you know, we're doing great. Um, That's pretty funny. I, I also love the line where Helen Mirren as the narrator. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Wow. Great use of wow. narration, by the way. I feel mm-hmm. like it's either like poorly done or it's like way overdone. And this was a nice like, we're going to move the story along and a little like nod to the camera every now and then. Mm-hmm. And when she did the, you know, Margot Robbie being like, I, you know, I'm not pretty enough and whatever. Sure. Yeah. And Helen Mirren was like, note to the writers, if you wanted this to really sink home, Margot Robbie was the wrong person to cast. <laughs> yes. And I just died funny. laughing. That was really good. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think. I know Will Ferrell had some really... Oh, at one point, he was talking about how, like, uh, what we did to this depressed Barbie. We got to get her out of here. And then the guy goes, actually, depressed Barbie's selling really well right now. And he goes, she stays! (laughs) (laughs) I thought that that was a really funny scene. And I think, did I get the point of this? Maybe I might have missed the point. It seemed to me like this was a, Greta Gerwig was a, a young woman who probably grew up playing with Barbies and then grew up and realized that the whole point of like the Barbie toy was like women can do everything, president, mayor, doctor, surgeon, lawyer, like all these big things that like the Barbie toys were like telling you like you like could be growing up as a kid and the real point of Barbie should have been that like you are enough and like whatever it is that you decide to do, you know, like you're good enough. Is that the point of the movie that you've got? Yeah, no, I think I think that's pretty on on brand and on point there. Uh, I think the other thing is, and that it's hard with a movie that is so satirical, right? Because they're showing you points and then turning it on its head at every yeah. stage of it. Uh, but I think that that's a really fun way to show truth to people uh, where they enjoy seeing it. Uh, and part of that was also, I think, unrealistic expectations of like body image and stuff that was always the biggest knock mm-hmm. on barbie for i i think women and and as a you know adult man i feel like i have the most uh right to talk about this absolutely uh, <laughs> I, well done yeah. yeah you know it's one of those where I, I i hear myself speaking and i'm like you should stop you should stop right now <laughs> I, I said all that to say that, like, I don't think overthrow the patriarchy was, like, the point of this movie. No, 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 no. I, I think it was being satirical about, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that it was saying that like perfection is not what you should strive for. The fact that you're enough is the thing. I did. Uh, I did like the surface level uh, takeaway that they had, which was like Barbie and Ken don't have to be together, right? Mm-hmm. Like the whole like you could be okay on your own, um, which Margot Robbie seemed to figure out earlier. Like her stereotypical Barbie seemed to figure out earlier, but mm-hmm. then Ken figured out that he was also Knuff, Uh Which I need that sweatshirt. I need it so bad. <laughs> his when he was getting his mug shot, his first name is Anne. And Ken. His first name was And Ken. Like, that is so funny. I don't care who you are. That's a funny scene. That is a funny scene in a very satirical and funny movie. Uh, Overall, I would say that I had a fantastic time in this movie, and I have recommended it to literally everybody. If you have kids, if you're just, like, up for a funny time and and a fun date night, Maybe don't go see it by yourself. If you're, like, an adult man, you're going to get some weird looks. But, like, <laughs> go go with family, go with friends, and just laugh your laugh your butt off. The fact that it's only an hour and a half. I think it's shade under two hours. Uh, yeah, hour, hour 45, maybe. Like, it, it was nice and refreshing to have a movie that was original, that was funny, that was not a, an epic and had was well acted and was just kind of quirky and weird but i smiled and laughed out loud literally throughout the entire thing michael Sarah yeah. going when they figure out that they can't just build that wall vertically but can build it horizontally <laughs> we like there's no getting out of here anymore <laughs> oh that was funny yeah would you be surprised to know that only six other movies have ever had a better second weekend than Barbie. Whoa. I would be. Yeah. That's that's how that's the staying power this movie showed so far. It is only beaten out by Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Avengers Endgame, and Infinity War, Black Panther, Jurassic World, and The Avengers. That is insane. So it's the only one that was not in a series. Yep. I mean, Black yep. Panther it's, was its own movie, but it was in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, mm-hmm. But Barbie... Mm-hmm. Out of that list you just listed, Barbie is the only one that's like a standalone movie. So would you be shocked that's to know wild. that Mattel, this kills me. This is my favorite part. Mattel has plans for live action movies on Uno, Barney, Wishbone, Matchbox, Hot Wheels, Magic Hot Baseball, Bobby Pocket, Viewmaster, American Girl, Major Matt Mason, Masters of the Universe, Thomas the Tank Engine, Rock'em, sock'em, robots. I mean, They're yeah. Like, this is easy. <laughs> when, when, it, when the first thing pops off, you better believe the people in charge of whatever division they were in were immediately knocking on the door being like, I've got a great idea for a movie. I've got the it's best really idea so for a movie. Yeah. How are they going to make Uno into a movie? I don't know, man. This is... You know, we joked about it after the Mario, uh, Super Mario movie, about like, man, I wonder if they're going to try to do their own, like, universe with their own movies and spinoffs. It just seems like it's easy money. And then Barbie comes out and they're talking about making a Hot Wheels movie. I'm like, okay, how are you making a Magic 8 Ball movie? What are we doing here? I, uh, I don't love that idea. 
But uh, maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised like I was with Barbie. I enjoyed this movie. I give it 8 out of 10. It's a good time. Yeah, no, absolutely. I would also give it an 8 out of 10. I highly recommend it. Go see it in theaters. Support Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. The power couple we didn't know we needed. Because they are, and we are, Knuff. We are Knuff. Do you have anything else, or do you want to end on We Are Knuff? I think ending on We Are Knuff is... <laughs> unless we want to sing the their song, you know? Which, which how's that go? I want to push you around, so I will, so I will. I want to take you for granted. <laughs> So good. When she goes, so Oh, did you write that yourself? He's like, Yeah. <laughs> Barbie, what are you doing later tonight? Uh, I don't know, nothing big. Just gonna have all the Barbies over and do a big choreographed dance, and there's gonna be a bespoke song. You should totally come. <laughs>